Midget Man Studios in Burbank, California. You're listening to the FU Sports Talk Podcast featuring Mike Flynn and Mike Duran. Email the show at fupodcast at gmail.com and on Twitter at fupodcast. Well, I guess it's the 1985 edition of the FU Sports yeah. Talk podcast. How about the Cubs? How about the Royals? How about the Blue Jays? All playing in 1985 slash 2015. Yes. In their respective playoffs. Unfortunately, the Marlins couldn't make it this year. No. And couldn't be in the American League, as you were no, saying. No, they could not be in the American League, as in Back to the Future 2. Amazing too. foresight, though, to have the, um, a team Or maybe in the Miami. Cubs switch leagues in Back to the Future 2. I'd love to see that. The White Sox just folded because <laughs> they couldn't predict them winning in 2006, 2005, actually. Aside from that year, I can't believe we're talking about the White Sox in the first two minutes of the show. That team is completely irrelevant. Oh, so like, oh. nationally, maybe they're like Clippers irrelevant nationally. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. Ron Karkovice might have been the, the most uh, recognizable player other than Frank Thomas that I knew of from, from that for franchise for what my entire life. I guess. But I mean, if, when you talk about the best players of the 90s, is Frank Thomas a top three guy? That, he's one of them. But uh, as far as hitters go, yeah, he's top three hitter. Of the no, 90s. he is. But would he have been your top three answer when I asked that no. question? No, because no. Griffey would have been one and yeah. Bonds would have been two and yeah. someone else would have been three. Maybe Certainly. he would have come up three. I don't know. Eh, it's close. It's close. I mean, but, Juan gone one, two MVPs as well. Yeah. Don't forget that. But Thomas was great, but he's playing yeah. it for the White Sox and no one cares. No. No, they did not. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say it's the final countdown edition of the show, by the way. Because one, it's the final countdown to Star Wars. And number two, if I see that final countdown commercial one more time right. on the NFL network broadcast or right. whatever... Come I'm on, probably like, going to throw something at my television. Europe needed something to do. I'm glad they gave him something to do. I can't decide if I'm more annoyed at that commercial or every single DraftKings and FanDuel commercial, which are on twice at every commercial break, every sporting event that I watch. Not it's, in Nevada anymore. No, did you read that today? I just heard about it briefly, yeah. I was talking about it with Leah, who's obviously a big DraftKings player, mm -hmm. as I was leaving the house, and... So what happened is they basically filed saying that it should be regulated in Nevada as gambling. Right, right. Which strikes me as we want some of that sweet, sweet that's, daily fantasy money and we're not a part of it and we need to be. That's all it is. We have a much bigger lobby than anybody there. So we're going to make this gambling and then regulate it. Yes. But the problem is then it won't be legal nationally, nationally. and it'll be gone. And you won't be able to do it until they move it off would seas. It stink because I enjoy it, but I hate the commercials. It just drives me crazy. It does. It does. Because, you know, they try to use, like, uh, actors as real people, and it's just terrible. It, it never comes off as real. It no, always comes off so staged and fake. I did want to say something to uh, somebody before we move on, though. Oh, please, dear, beautiful, bald, baby football-loving Jesus. Allow us all, the teams, the fans, the nation, to just be in good health so that we can get to the Super Bowl and watch the Patriots and Packers play each other. <laughs> I know, right? That's all anybody in this country wants out of sports it right really now. It really is. There is one thing anybody cares about other than the Cubs is getting to the Super Bowl to see the Packers play the Patriots. That's it. What's the last great Super Bowl quarterback matchup? Banning Breeze? Yeah, that's a great one. Before that, I'm, 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 trying, I'm trying to think of one. I, well, I mean, would you put McNabb in there? No, I, I don't think so either. No, you, you can't, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, I mean, Brady, Eli, you know, if you want to go there. What? Oh, Rogers, Roethlisberger. How about that? Okay. I'm talking you into that at least. 
I'm not convinced Roethlisberger's going to the Hall of Fame yet. He's, he's on the border. Super Bowls and two wins. He's, he's on the border. Went to three. Didn't win the MVP in either. That's all right. That's all right. Okay. It's okay. You put him up against other modern stats, and it's not incredible. It's good. It's, it's good. not incredible. No, but it's going the way to get that better Brady as Manning, long as Rogers, oh, Brees, no, as, look. As long as this guy has Antonio, and you would Brown never for the say he was years. better than the fifth best quarterback of his era. He's number five. Oh, he's number five. Yes, yes, yes. You're right about that. But yes, he will have time to put up stats okay. as, as the years go on because of Antonio Brown. I'm sorry, they're not letting that guy go. And that guy ain't going to get, he ain't hitting a wall in the next four years. Is no, all I saying. agree. Roethlisberger will have time. And last year he put up huge stats. This year he can put up huge stats. Putting up huge stats, sure. And they know. expect him to come back next week. Is that right? They not expect. He's saying he might be able to play next week. Okay. But uh, yeah, that's another time. That's another show. It's fine. I thought you know I thought we were going to talk about baseball we because could. I've watched baseball the last three nights for the first time all year, and it's great. Yeah, it's, I haven't missed a thing. It's delivering, man. Ab- until actually, at first, it wasn't delivering because I couldn't figure out what channel everything was on. It's only on two channels. Uh, yeah, TBS and Fox Sports. Yeah, Fox Sports is in the four hundreds on my cable system. Really? Yes. Oh, it's, it's like it's 400, 400. So you have ES- it's in the two hundreds on near ESPN on Directv. Like the ESPNs and every other major sport. Uh, uh, channel is in the th- the low threes, 302, 308, 311, all that stuff. So it's NBA, not like NBA. when you hit guide, it's right there. It's right there. You yeah. have to, I have to go past the SEC, all the 10 SEC network channels. Really? I have to go past all the 10 Pac-12 network channels to get there. That's a bad job. Terrible. Yeah. I mean, I know it's a, it's a nice round number, 400, but with, I'm no, that's nowhere near any other channel that I go through the entire week. Yeah. I just forget that I don't it's know there. If you, do you, you must surf channels the same way I do, which is you go to ESPN, then and hit guide up, <laughs> up and down. look around and then nothing on you go to hbo hit guide and like go around and that's what you do <laughs> that's why i haven't watched a movie pre-1980 in the last yeah. six months because they moved turner classic from where it used to be i have no Cl- idea where it is it was clustered in all these great other channels that i would watch and now it's somewhere in the 600s and it's it's like i said it's past all the movie channels amc now. and tmc i have no idea where they are amc exactly same thing i don't know i have no idea what channel it's no. on anymore and they moved it and, and we're Warner. so lazy in 2015 yeah that we won't we just, just find out. No. no. Why would I memorize something like that? When you were a age? kid and they would change the channels take me in a, cable, a, it would take seconds. six months for me <laughs> oh, to remember on. that everything's everything else. I, well, no, you'd go to the channels for six months, but you would immediately remember oh, yeah. where well, then it would, I would be remember. in the That's new what I'm spot. saying, but it wouldn't... Okay, so they just changed a light socket in my in my bedroom <laughs> like and it's, it's a two new months ago, yeah. and now the light is on top and the fan's on the bottom. <laughs> I've, I've turned the fan on every single time I've walked into my bedroom for the past two months. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. It's a great call. It's the worst. I, <laughs> I love it. All right. So where do you want it? I mean, wait, wait, wait. Where, yeah, yeah. where do we start with all the baseball that's been going on? Uh, well, probably with the Dodgers and the Mets because it just ended 20 okay. minutes ago. Okay. We, we, we can do that. Uh, we can do that. I don't know who I like in that Mets-Cubs series, but just to you know, put the Dodgers to bed for a second... I mean, I guess Kershaw gets a reprieve because he won the game and looked good. I have no problem with that. But only a stay of execution. St- great, great way to put it. Yes, he gets a stay of execution. Because he did not look great in game one. 
And the Mets had to have had a dud game at the plate eventually, yeah. which they did. And I'm not I'm not saying that Kershaw was so great or wasn't great. He was great. He was Kershaw in the game. It, it clearly in game showed. Four. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In game four. And everybody was like, oh, I can't believe Mattingly pulled him out at the right time. I'm like, what do you mean the right time? Oh, no, he, he pulled him at a terrible time. I, 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 I couldn't believe this I couldn't was believe the, came the rhetoric here. going on, on. So what about uh, what about Granky tonight? I think they probably pulled him at the right time. Yeah. Because he hasn't gone that long all year. I just don't trust that bullpen to save. No, I don't like game. the pennant either. But, I mean, they were behind when he left the game. Yes, yes, he had given up the home there run. There two guys on. I, I get it. No, 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 I do. He's trying to get one out and get to the next inning. Yes, and you were saying earlier how you got these guys on the bench that 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 are veterans, basically. Guys Crawford, that have been Dudley, and Rollins are all sitting around. And you would think, I mean, how much money must they have tied up in those three guys? And the team can't hit. Well, that's just it. They can't hit, and they're playing these young guys that really haven't been there before. And I'm sorry. You got guys that know what they're doing. I'm sorry. Jimmy Rollins is a goddamn professional. I don't care if he hit 200. You put it, You play him every goddamn game in the playoffs. You have to. I think you have to. You did. And, and Mattingly didn't. And I don't come down on Mattingly for his coaching, usually. I don't. I think he's probably getting fired. I think that here's okay. We'll we'll get back to the uh, the slide, but let's let's do tonight. You got the craziest thing since yesterday that's ever happened in baseball. Yeah, I mean, we'll yesterday, do yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so you got the craziest thing since yesterday. Something that I have literally never seen. You got a player going first to third on a walk. I've seen it with balls in play. It. With balls in play. I've seen somebody not covering third on a shift when a ball is in play. Even if it's a foul ball. I've seen somebody go from first to third because of the shift when the bat hits the ball. I've never seen it on a walk. I've seen it. I've seen it in the regular season. I've never seen it in a big spot. Yeah, I have. I've just never seen it in a big spot like that. And so here's my take on this. But that's the thing. Okay. okay. You're you're applying the shift. Fine. Okay. Pitcher's got to cover third, catcher's got to cover third, or the third baseman's got to run his ass off the second the ball's walk. Okay, fine. None of them do it. Fine. This is why none of them did it. Because you can apply the shift all you want. You can teach your team to shift and where they need to stand, where you want them to stand. You must also go through practice of what happens in certain situations and who is going to be where to cover what. This clearly was not practiced, meaning you can practice the shift. You can practice everything, but you must. This is what Belichick is the best at in all of sports. Everybody knows it. Everybody says it every year. Preparing your team for the random events that can happen based on what goes on in the game and what you're doing, what the other team wants to do. You've got to be prepared for everything. Clearly, the Dodgers had no idea that anybody should be covering third base or whose job it was to get over there. Yeah, I agree. I think that cost him his job. The shift. I think he was going to get fired if they lost the game, regardless of the Who shift. did they pick up half, halfway through the season that, uh, that that is like what the Mets did or what Toronto did? Who 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 did the Dodgers gain to help Well, you can't when you have a $220 million payroll. You can't do it. You got they got farm can't system win guys with can't win can't coach can't, them. can't do it. You, they got guys in the farm system they chose to hold on to rather than to trade. When this is the year you got Granky pitching this good, you have Kershaw still in his prime. You needed to go balls to the wall, all out, dump it all out for this one season. I disagree. I don't think really? this was the team that one guy was going to make a difference on. A hitter, uh, no. Cespedes didn't do it for the Mets. I mean, yeah, they got David Wright back as well, but he didn't do it for the Mets. Yeah, I guess you could make that. David case. Price didn't go out and help the Toronto Blue Jays. Would a hitter have made more difference than a, a good setup guy? 
Well, he, okay. In this order is what they I'm needed to get. I'm also talking a little bit out of my ass because obviously I'm only paying attention to box scores. <laughs> no, in, in this order, this is what they needed to get. Yes, they needed a hitter. That should have been priority number one. If you can't get a hitter, yes, you go get a stud out of the pen for a team that's not going to resign them next year. And two, or three, this is what they needed. They didn't get, they tried to get. They got Red Sox scrap heap-like players like the Red Sox did yeah. to start the season this year, to try yeah. and fill in as a reliever, a long reliever, or a third starter. They got Wood, they got Lados, they got, they got uh, who's the, the kid, the, the reliever that came in tonight from the Braves? Hunter. All of them sucked. All of them were terrible. All of them were, maybe if we bring this guy in, he can help us. Maybe. Yeah. You can't trade at the deadline for maybes. You got to trade for guys that will help your team. The team didn't do it. Mattingly did all he could. When he's put them in first place three straight years. I still don't think he's a great in-game manager. I don't do you? either. No, I don't either. I mean, but then again, who is besides Joe Madden? Joe Madden. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because Matheny. he's the greatest in-game manager I've ever seen, and it's, it's not close. He's he and Larusa. I mean, that's that's one and two. Larusa uh, obviously invented the the bullpen psychology. Yeah, but that's, I hate him for that though. Everybody does, and now you can't win without it. No, but yes, I I, I think Mattingly's gone. But in terms of the shift thing, you hadn't seen anything like that. Suggest like I have <laughs> never once seen a catcher throw the ball back in and hit. Oh, I have the opposing. You've seen it. Yes, yes, I. I have don't seen recall it, it. now. And he's, before, and before, like two years ago, I was watching a hundred baseball games a year. He's still, I don't remember. He's still in the box. He is in the box. The bat is clearly over the plate. It's not over the plate. It's close. It's still in the box. I looked at it from a hundred angles. It is still in the box. Still in the box. Now, here's my one take on that. Let me, I'll let you uh, run through it because I know you were there live and tweeting me thirty tweets. Man, thirty tweets a second. I was so insane. I, I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> It seemed like it was funny. I think I tweeted you. It was such a Maple Leafs way to lose. <laughs> and they're in Toronto. And I'm like, these people must be going crazy. That was my, that was my favorite one. Um, so I'm sorry. You got a guy wide open in the corner in the NBA, even on a breakaway. And the referee just like chokes on the whistle and blows the whistle by accident. And, a, and, and he hits a three or the breakaway goes in for an easy dunk uncontested. I'm sorry. Guess what? That doesn't count. Why? The referee blew the whistle. Doesn't matter how inadvertent it was. He stopped the play before. I don't care if he stops the play before he's two feet in front of the base. I agree with you. You cannot give him the run when you stop, when you put your he arms not up to stop the play. The play. He, yeah. It's exactly it. That, to me, that's the one thing that it stands yep. on. That, I don't care about the rules. I don't care about no. interpretation. It's the ref blowing the whistle in, during forward progress before the ball's fumbled. It's the same thing. It's I totally exactly agree. exactly it. Yes. I'm sorry. Inadvertent or and not. And he did. Before the guy crossed the plate, his arms were up. That yes. 100% true. And if he kept his arms down, there isn't a player on the field that's going to reach the ball and get it to home plate to get the out anyway. But what if the guy falls? What if he blows out an Achilles yep. on his way to the plate and he falls down on the ground and then everybody just stops? Nobody knows what to do when he crawls his ass to home plate and touches home plate. No, you're right. That needed to be taken into account. That needed to be represented by the Major League Baseball. At all. They didn't on the radio. They, they did, did not. on TV. I when I was watching this, I couldn't believe that this has not been talked about today. The ump definitely should not be umpiring another game because you can't not know the rules like that in the middle of a game like that. Well, they, ultimately, aside from that, putting your arms up, they did a perfect job with it. They did. Aside from that, yeah. How many times did they have to look at it? Two, three times. Yeah, but it's the play, you should look at it as many times as you have yes. to. It's the playoffs. Yes, you. Well, you should look at it as many times as you have to. 
if you know exactly what the rules are, I'm guessing that they went back to put the headsets on and weren't re- actually looking at the play and we're hearing from the home office of, okay, here's the rule. But that's why exactly. that exists. Yes. What's the problem? As well it should. As well it should. What's the problem is MLB should have come out and said, listen, the ump stopped the play. We're, we're, the ump cannot work the rest of the series. He made a bonehead play. I'm In the middle so- of the game, he can't work the rest of the game. He can't. Not the rest of the game, the rest of the series. He can't. You just can't do it. I'm sorry. And that to me is is what the whole... if. If Toronto lost, that was their leg to stand on. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were playing the game under protest. They did play it under protest. Not that it matters, because I don't think you can protest a review that MLB has done live. That was so stupid, playing it under protest. That'd be a great call. But I certainly didn't expect what happened 40 minutes later after the decision was made and Toronto coming back with three in the next inning. And how many times have you seen three errors in an inning in the postseason? Well, I mean, he had Hank Aaron's 11-year-old season. The 42 errors. Oh, really? He's 11 years old. You don't remember the <laughs> no, Bad News Bears? <laughs> that's great. It is. That's Three like the, errors that's like in the a Jordan row. got cut from his JV team story. Yeah. <laughs> from his high school team. Jordan got cut from his high school team. Did you know that? Is that actually true? It is. is but it he got true? cut as a freshman or sophomore. Okay, yeah, yeah. He wasn't a junior and got cut. Right. He got cut freshman or sophomore year. I. It was stunning. And I think the bat flip is still in the air. <laughs> and it was maybe the greatest thing I've ever seen. And I don't know why, you know, the NFL is a no fun league and there's a hundred great end zone celebrations that we're missing out on. Yes. Yes. Why? Come on. The bad flips are so great. It is so fantastic. And I, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. I loved that the Rangers pitcher got pissed off at the the next hitter who was trying to calm the crowd down from throwing things. I couldn't things. believe that. It was so funny. That was the you could tell that pitcher was off the rails when he came off the mound and started yelling at the player Come to, on. to saying what do you he thought he was inciting the crowd. They're just trying to find any edge at that point. They well, know it's I mean, slipping away. They've been throwing things on the field yeah. for the last 30 minutes. Yeah, so it's not a big deal to tell them stop doing that. <laughs> I don't know. Seems like a little bit of sour grapes there. Uh, <laughs> was that a little Mike of the Mad Dog? Yeah. <laughs> that was good, though. I like that. You. That was uh, that was Mad Dog. That was a good one. Um, I haven't heard Chris Russo in a while. So, the bad flip. Cultural? Is it... Uh, cultural? Why would it be... Cu- have you seen Japanese baseball? Everybody. Like, it is an art form it is. in Japan. It is. Um, I, I know because I spent the entire day watching the best bat flips ever on YouTube. Is it an age thing? Is it cultural? I mean, my take so, uh, on the What are the best home run celebrations you've ever seen by a hitter? Because there's two... The Barry Bonds. Uh, Barry Bonds is number one. It is, but the, the, the pump on the hands out of the box. Well, he puts his arms up first <laughs> after he hits the ball, and then he does, does the does fake run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he does. It's, actually, there's two of them. He does it twice. <laughs> he does. And they're numbers one and two. And the third one, I think, is Manny... When he does it, he hits one over the monster. So he, and he throws slaps his, his hands, hands straight up. Yeah, I thought he was, it was the one where he slapped his hands and throws them in the air. <laughs> it's just great. Gives the victory sign. But like those were celebratory. But he still was like angry. He was yes. like, oh, it was great. Okay. And, and obviously my first initial quick take on that is, sorry, dude, it's the playoffs. You do what you want. You can, you can get no. pissed off at guys all year long. That it's is not playoffs. it. It is. Okay. Every closer that gets a third out, like, spins around, prays to God. It's like, a third out. It doesn't matter, but why are the pitchers allowed to celebrate like that on the mound after getting an out where a hitter's never allowed to do anything at risk of getting hit in the head? Right. Well, no, no. Everybody and players will say, listen, if somebody is going to pose after a, a game-winning home run, there's nothing we can do. The game's over. 
you know, it's the game's over. You can celebrate yeah. however you want. And so pitchers can do that as well. My take on it is you hit a home run at any time in the game and say it's a big home run and say it's a that big was a game. pretty big home run in a pretty big game. There you go. So what happens? You got the whole dugout gets to its feet, comes to the top step, even starts filing out of the dugout. Everybody's jumping, cheering, clapping. Anybody that's on base while this home run is hit, what do they do? Jumping, cheering, clapping. They're moonwalking their way to home plate <laughs> at that point. Why is everybody, why is it okay for everybody on the team to celebrate except the guy that actually did something? That's a good point. I don't, in, <laughs> I'm, especially in the playoffs, like you're going to take it out on this. Everybody in the, around you on wearing that uniform is jumping and hollering and p- pumping fists. And you think this one guy that did it at home plate yeah. that actually has the, guy that the has reason the to do yeah. it. And he, he can't do it. I'm sorry. No, can't do it. You can't because kids are watching. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's doing wiffle ball stuff and backyard baseball stuff out there. And kids are watching. That series becomes super interesting to me. I, I, I can't wait for the Blue Jays Royal Series. I Oosh. think it's going to be the lowest rated ALCS in history. You're right about that. At least you in are. this country. But it's phenomenal. It's going to be want an, every game. They're you, easily the best two teams in the American League. Yes. Not close. It isn't. And every game you want Toronto to go up 3-2 or 3-1 just to see if Toronto can come back on that bullpen. Because they've done it all year ever since July. Yeah. They hit, the batters have not slowed down since we've gotten well, to the playoffs. The funny thing is that Price has about as bad a record in the playoffs as Kershaw. Kershaw. Yeah. Yeah, he does. And he's the guy that's going to pitch at least twice and maybe three times in that series. He is. Well, he won't pitch the first game, that's for sure. No, no, he. no. But he may come in in relief at some point. Oh, again. certainly. Like it, certainly. Yeah. Oh, he has to. He has to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember he did it against the Red Sox in 08. Do you remember that? Yeah. He's the one that came out and shut him down in the Tampa series. That's his one good playoff year. Right. But he was terrible right. for the Tigers in the playoffs. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, see, I did. Yeah, I don't yeah he is a bad playoff pitcher by I know, record. Yeah, I know. I just heard about his record in ERA not being good. I just couldn't recall it. Yeah, but he was this. really good against the Red Sox in a way. I do recall him coming out and doing the Pedro to us. I do. But you didn't see Joe Madden running two consecutive safety squeezes in the same game. No, I didn't, and you hit me up so fast. I can't believe how good that guy. It, it's a checkers chess thing, and nobody else has a chance. And he's playing him. Connect Four. It's just yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> Nobody else has a prayer on the other on the other dugout. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Well, if he's got the players, he's going to win. And that's again, yeah, you're, you're talking. And I like the, I really like them against the Mets in that series. Well, just because they're young and they don't care. Everybody's hitting. Yes, yeah. everybody's yeah, hitting. And, and it's not like they've been sitting in the on the bench for a week like the Tigers happened to them in 05 or exactly. the 06 World Series. Exactly. And to, to your in-game theory with Madden, and this plays back to my Mattingly dunderhead move with the shift and having a guy take third base and then losing the game on a sack fly because you couldn't cover third base on a shift. Madden has these guys prepared to do what he wants to do during the game. Yep. You can't just go into the game and say, I'm going to make all these moves and these guys will just make it. No, you have yep. to prepare them day in, day out. It's 162 games. Although, it's 190 days. And what do you do on the 30 off days? Yeah, you go out and have fun, but you got to get in there and practice for these situations. Let me say this, though. You know how many pitchers they used in game four? Oh, uh, well, how many? How many, Renee? Um, eight? They eight used eight pitchers in game four. Um, I know he's playing at another level, but eight pitchers is too, too many. much. It's too many. <laughs> but if you got it, flaunt it, right? Isn't that what Madonna always said? I guess. <laughs> I guess. I so know. obviously, uh, oh, I, I, I don't I even think have I a like the Jays anymore. And I think I like the Cubs. I do too. And Schwarber is hitting home runs longer than I've seen 
I think I said since Carlos Delgado, but I'm, yeah. I may have to go back on that. It might be since Canseco. That guy hits wow. the ball harder than anybody since Canseco. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He does. I don't know. Like, Manny would hit the ball hard, and he did hit that one that matched just Canseco in Toronto. Yeah, exactly. But, like, Schwarber is swinging for the fences, <laughs> and when he connects, they, they're a million. The he's, home run he hit in the wild card game against Pittsburgh, I've... Wow. He's leaning into it, as they say. The ball wasn't coming down yet it was, as it was leaving as, the as stadium. leaving the stadium, yeah. That, that, that was Reggie incredible. Stuff yeah, right Mickey Tettleton in Detroit. It was crazy. <laughs> the Fruit Loops kid. Oh, another catcher. So, uh, um... The slide? What? The slide. The slide. The slide. I, there were a hundred things wrong with that play. And I suppose the one that I'm most offended at is the fact that he was rewarded second base after it's over. That yeah. that That is number one. Right on. Right on. Because... With the play. Okay, go ahead. I think it's a heads-up <clears throat> play by Utley that is extremely dirty. Yes. I think he probably could have touched second base and still taken him out if he wanted to. He just didn't attempt to. He couldn't have touched second base because he apparently slid after he passed. Yeah, well, he was like at second base. base. He but was I'm saying literally like, he at could have started base. his slide earlier, hit the base, and taken him out and done no damage and still broken up the play. Which, by the way, the play was never going to be made anyway. Yes. He went there. Listen, not. Every that's the game. Oh, by the way, oh, that's the game. Saturday night, we were talking about what the, the best sports night of TV <laughs> in, a while. in a while. That game was on at the same time as the TCU game and yes. the U.S. soccer game. Yes. It was, I can't remember. What the, there was one other there thing, There was too. another one. There was. We'll get it. We'll get it. Um, USC losing a while. No, that was Thursday. Sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, Can we talk about him? I want to talk about Spurrier we'll do really Sark. quick. We'll do, oh, you want to do Spurrier and Sark? Or you well, do okay, we'll give your slide stuff and then I'll... I got nothing else to say. I think it was a dirty play. I really do. Just one. All right. The slide. Seriously. The, the rallying cry is, we've seen this play a thousand times in baseball. Nobody's oh. ever been suspended for it. Why? How can you suspend this guy? Uh, okay. Here's how you can suspend this guy. Because this play is different than the other thousand you've seen. One, he slid late. Two, he was nowhere near the base. Three, he was headhunting clearly. And he... The late slide. Listen, there is an actual rule. You must start your slide before the base. He did not do that. It is clear He's also on technically replay. out of the baseline, which yes. you should be called out for immediately. 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 Now, just once I want to be in one of those Homer media meetings that everybody in a, a city goes to before the day starts so that they can all get on. on <laughs> all on the same page. Exactly. And so that was this. The Republican uh, talking points meeting for sports. Yeah. So Utley did, you know, he's never been suspended for it, and how, how can you suspend anybody for doing this now? We've seen this play a thousand. You know, Ty Cobb never would have played two games in a row if this was if, if this was in existence. You can't do it now. Yeah, when was the last time Ty Cobb played a game on TV again? Thank Remind you. Remind me of that one. Yeah, exactly. Well, hey, this is what they're saying. Um, so he appeals, right, and is allowed to play the series. I'm never a fan of that. It's my least favorite thing ever. I'm going to file an appeal, but because you can't hear the appeal until a later date, I get to play. Maybe Major League <laughs> Baseball, just maybe, they have 2,000 employees. And maybe there should be a disciplinarian at one of the four series that's going on at the same time. There aren't four people that can discipline people in Major League Baseball. Everybody's saying Send the commissioner to one, send the disciplinary guy to two, and send two... Deputies to two other games. You're right? thinking way too much into this. This is where okay. I'm going to give you the real quick point. This is where it comes from. 
Well, everybody's saying that, oh, once uh, broke his leg, you know, okay, they probably wouldn't have suspended him if he didn't break his leg. I, I don't, don't think they would have either. If I don't care leg. either way. I'm sorry. It's wrong. What he did was wrong. He should be held accountable for it. But this is what MLB did. They took a cue from the NFL, which every sport should do because obviously it's working in the NFL. You have something that gets you in the news. The goal at that point is not to rectify what got you in the news. The goal at that point is to stay in the news as long as you can. Oh, yeah, yeah. And how do you stay in the news as long as you can? You don't hear the appeal the next day. And you drag it out. And then you're on the front page every day as long as this is being dragged out. Hang on. Tom Brady's listening live. He's just calling me right now. (laughs) I gotta answer this. Hang on. (laughs) It's terrible. I totally agree. (laughs) That poor guy. Um, And that's exactly what happened. That's exactly why they didn't hear the appeal. They just wanted to stay in the news. And you mean to tell Shame me someone on can't get on a Shame plane on and do it the next morning? This is why they should have done it the next morning. By the way, Skype Listen. exists. <laughs> why does anybody have to get on a plane? You mean we can do this from home? Not even have to come to the you know, the, the thing I heard from Major League Baseball was we need to do an investigation in order to hear the yeah, appeal. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, no, no. They, they said they wanted it's to. It's a two-second piece of video. They, what is the they, investigation? The freaking... The MLB said the players union wanted time to gather information. It's a two second piece of video. What's the information to gather? I'm not saying deflategate was like handled correctly, but at least they talked to like 50 people. He shouldn't have been suspended because he knocked a guy out of the game or the series. He should have been suspended because of what he did. This late slide, it's a late slide, it's off the base, never touch the base, out of the baseline. All that should rack up to, well, you know what? I've seen a lot of late slides. I've seen a lot of guys get taken out on that play. I've never seen it that bad. Yeah, it Not because he got hurt, because of the way it yeah, went down. I agree. And based on that, he should have been suspended. Now, they should have heard the appeal that day, that day. because they lo- the Mets lose a player for the series, and you're telling me that the Dodgers Utley yep. can still go out and play the next game? Yep. That is unfair. That is Major League Baseball saying, yeah, it's New York, L.A., but we probably want L.A in there because the Mets, not the Yankees. Yeah. That's the only reason why it went down that way. And it's fucking, ah, oh, it's a travesty. Terrible. It's a travesty. We weren't even doing Star Wars. We're only no. allowed to swear during Star Wars. Sorry, folks, but I got heated. All right, that was my slide talk. Where was I going? Oh, all right. You're Steve Scars. You're any major college football coach. Yes. Love, love to be, by the way. I'd yeah, love to be. Yeah, it'd be great. And if you were, I think there's probably like four ground rules that you should follow. Don't go to any co-ed parties. Number one, don't murder anybody. Okay, that's definitely one. Right? Yes. Number two, don't rape a co-ed. Okay, that's even worse. Yes. Number three. Because then there's don't, witnesses. Don't rape anybody. Okay. I mean, yeah, literally, just, just like so this time, do don't that? rape anybody. <laughs> that's a good call. Number four, don't show up to work Don't drunk. show up to work. And really, with the NCAA the way it is these days, you can get away with everything Everything. else. Yep. Yes, you can. How do you not follow those four rules? It seems pretty easy. And Let me tell you something. I've never gone to work drunk. No. I've left work drunk. Never gone to work drunk. Um, (laughs) Sorry, work. Um, There's no cameras. I can say it. They can't find any proof. Um, So Why don't we have that ad? Nobody's listening anyway from Major League uh, on the soundboard. That would be great. That would be great. I don't know why we never thought of that. Because we don't care anymore. Yeah. Um, No, no. Um, So everybody's, you know... Everybody's like, uh, listen, you know, Pat Hayden, how did he know? I mean, everybody knows that one thing that an addict does better than anybody is hide their addiction. He didn't Apparently, say that. No, no, no. He, Pat Hayden didn't. This is, the, this is the talk around why Pat Hayden should be absolved of all this. Because Sark's an addict, and addicts can hide their behavior. 
Okay. But Sark's the worst addict of all time because seriously, everybody knew this was coming. Everybody. Everybody. And yes, when he was coaching in Washington, I was not reading Washington newspapers or Didn't blogs. Didn't we talk on the show that he showed up to an alumni event hammered earlier this year? And I even said on this show, I do. I would not suspend him nor fire him for that one moment at the event. I would then have suspended him when he came onto camera the next day and said, you know what the lesson here to be learned is, folks? You can't mix alcohol with pain meds. And I'm sorry, dude, you played football in college. You've been to college. You know how to drink alcohol. I'm guessing you've taken meds and you probably learned that lesson before that night. Yeah, the probably. fact that you actually went on camera to say that to the public and to the news and to your your fans, and to the alumni, and to the students, and to the players, and to your coaches, warranted you having no control over what you're doing. You needed to be let go, or at least suspended so, for the season at that moment. Did you read the fallout at all? Because the, the way I read it, they placed him on a, on administrative leave. Yes. And first. then fired him like 12 hours later. Because they couldn't get in touch with him. But... If you fire someone on leave and are aware that he has a problem, yes, aren't they in danger? Of, yes, they are. Okay. Yes, they are. There's some legal action that's going to be. Yeah, is a disease. They're going to be taking a court over that. If Sark wants well, to, go I was going to say with because if he goes through with that, he's never going to get hired anywhere again. He will never be hired, including again. North Texas State and whatever division. To, you can't hire him again if you know he's going to take you to task for firing him. Over and it. everybody knows college coaches have. All the power in all the world, yeah. and I'm pretty sure no matter how he was uh, dealt with here during the situation, he's getting paid for at least this year. I'm sure he's getting paid for this year, and maybe his whole contract. He's well. I think if you fire him, he has to get paid for his whole contract anyway. The, he's going to sue at. them for damages for <clears throat> not getting hired anywhere, ever right? Again. Which he won't get hired anywhere he won't. again anyway. No, but he, yeah. he might have a leg to stand on because of the whole situation. I mean, it, Pat Hayden will have to answer answer for that at some point. I would think so. But I, I would be surprised if it doesn't ultimately cost Hayden his job. It has to. I mean, yeah, this is a random situation. But listen, you don't fire your previous coach when the plane lands at an airport and fire him in a meeting room at the freaking airport. That's yeah. how you're going to handle your business? And you think people are going to come here and want to play for yeah. you? Well, talk to me about the 30 for 30 because I didn't see it. Oh, and you tell me I should not watch it. Well, you it. should because there's nothing there. All right, it's about the, the rise and fall of Troy, the rise of the great of Pete Carroll coming to SC, resurrecting the program, going through the first year that he Producing did. all those great NFL players like Matt Leinart and... No, he produced all the great... <laughs> I'm kidding. This is why you shouldn't watch it. He Mike produced Williams all the great NFL players like Troy Polamalu, I know. Lofa Tatupu. Just... No, let me go. Ray Maluga. Uh, 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 Keith, uh, uh, Keith Rivers. Um, Who's the kid Lawrence Houston. Jackson. Uh, Brian Cushing. All these guys... Amazing players, amazing players that helped win these games. Yes, the offense can put up points, but the they were winning forty-eight to twelve because the defense was so effing good. Yep. Got the ball at least four times a game from the other team's offense to give the ball to their offense on short fields every game, game in and game out. Not one single mention of a player's name on defense the entire ninety-minute oh, documentary. Kidding. Not one player was interviewed. Not one player was even mentioned. Did they talk Not about even, Mike Williams? They didn't. They he said his name once. He's the most interesting case in the whole thing, though. Yeah, he I was. guess aside from Bush, but... Of course, aside from Bush. He Mike was. Williams had more talent as a college football player than maybe anybody I've ever seen. Absolutely. Absolutely, and... I mean, he's like a... Who's the Oklahoma kid that they did the 30 for 30 on that was great? Uh, Dupree. Oh, Dupree. Marcus Dupree. He had, like, Marcus Dupree-level talent, talent in college. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. 
And they showed him, and they mentioned, you know, they would say, oh, look at uh, Palmer to Williams and uh, Liner yeah. to Williams. And that was okay. it. That's all. They never said anything about how he left the team. And the Claret thing. Why he left him, the team yeah. because of Maurice Claret doing it. They never mentioned a defense. You cannot call this thing the rise and fall of a program and only mention by name, Reggie Bush, Lendell White, Matt Liner. Literally, that. Oh, I didn't even is mention Lendell it. White in my joke. That's a and he well, and he was interviewed, and he's a great interview. He's great on camera. He was great on really? camera. Reggie Bush declined to be on the show. Are you uh, surprised? Interview. Not at all. Pete Carroll did. Has he given his Heisman back yet? You know, they said <laughs> that he he had to give it up, but they and I don't they didn't. Think he, ma- they no didn't one's ever said this. he's given it back. They showed this picture of Reggie Bush's parents. Apparently, it was a modern picture and not one from the year that he wanted. And the, the Heisman was just they didn't. <laughs> You're kidding? The Heisman's it. in the picture. It was in the picture, and they didn't reference it. Like this picture's from <laughs> 2005, before he had to give it back, or his parents live in an I don't undisclosed think he had to give location. It back till 06 or 07. Right, right. That, well, that's what I mean. They didn't mention it as they didn't give it a reference point. Is what I'm saying. They just showed it. This thing. Is off the train. Nothing was good about this. So, first of all, they start with the Texas loss. We all know the game's coming. We all know you're going to cover it. There's no reason to put it the first five minutes of the stupid documentary. I mean, Let I us at least started have some with, fun. I would have started with Carol and the Patriots and everything. Would have been great. That. Would have been great. Would have been great. They started with the Texas loss. Would have been great. That's stupid. It is. And, and Isn't they, that the fall before they show the rise? Yeah. Yeah. Why would they do that? Um, so then, obviously, the Which, team... Which, by the way, is the second or third greatest college football game I've ever seen that yeah, game. No, no. It's, it's not. I know it was it's, painful for you, but what a game. And it's without was. question. It really is. I mean, you could throw it. The Miami-Ohio State game was great. The uh, the title game that year was great. Um, There's been a bunch of them. That there really has. Good. The Alabama-Auburn game from a couple years ago. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. We were on a plane for that? Uh, no. That I saw that live. Oh, all right. The, the return one. That, that, that wasn't when we were on the plane? I was not on a plane for that, <clears> no. <throat> all right. Oh, no. Boise State, Oklahoma. I was okay, on a plane Boise for State, it, Oklahoma. Which is, was, that's probably number one. It might be. Just because it was Boise State. Well, and the game was just spectacular. Oh, it was an, another overtime game. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, so... <sighs> That's the only bowl game Pete Carroll lost at USC. He went right? on to yeah. He, oh, the team was a top five team. No, for but the I next didn't know three. if he lost one the first year or something. Uh, no, no, no. They, they, he didn't make it for the first two. So the right. team was a top five team for the next three years after that. Meaning them losing to Texas wasn't the fall of the team. Yeah, the fall of the team was Pete Carroll leaving. The next year is the year that they should have won the national title and lost to UCLA. I was at that game. Yeah, they were second in the country yeah. going into the game. It was the last game of the season because I there remember. was no Pac-10 championship game. I they lost well. like 13-9. and nine Yeah. Because they couldn't score. Couldn't score. I know. I was there. I was there. You were at the, it was at the Rose Bowl? It was at the Rose yeah, Bowl. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was an away game. It was at the Rose Bowl. I was there. Jesus Christ, I was there. Let me ask you a weird question. I heard on uh, Simmons' podcast today that, you know, if they build this stadium in Inglewood for the NFL teams that are theoretically never coming Inglewood! Here, yeah. That they could have a neutral site SCU-CLA game there. Would you oh, like that, or no, would you not like it? No, nobody wants that. I mean, okay, yes. If I don't have to go to the Coliseum or the Rose Bowl, because those <laughs> places are ancient, places and ever. they are. They're, they're, they're dilapidated, believe me. The Rose Bowl's fine. It's I mean, fine. It is, believe me. Compared to the Coliseum, the Rose Bowl yeah. is, is, a, is glorious. Um, but no, nobody wants... Listen, the whole point is that they're coming to your school. They're going to your turf. Yeah, okay, but this neither is great. stadium is... On, well, I guess the Coliseum is sort of on this campus. This is great. This is great. Okay. UCLA Stadium isn't anywhere near their campus. Clearly. Uh, and, and yes, there was not... They mentioned Pete Carroll went 16-2 against Notre Dame and UCLA during his tenure. And that is his... To me, it's his greatest accomplishment at USC. Now... 
Not everybody Reggie Bush knows pushing Matt Leinart into the end zone. Everybody, no, it's the Dwayne Jarrett catch that Leinart had to throw to Jarrett to get him in that position. Ruined that that play is much bigger than the Bush push because um, that was a fourth down. The freaking Dwayne Jarrett I, play. I um, oh, so you got to go just watch the highlights. They're showing highlights of that game, and we knew it going into the game. They grew the grass extra long. Everybody they did. said, "Oh my god!" But when if you watch it now, it blows your mind at how well, long they've got the, the grass they've is. They've got the first and fourth guys that finish in the Heisman in the same game on yes, one team. Yes, and Dwayne Jarrett speeding up the sideline yeah. and gets caught where he never got. White caught did finish that ball. high in the Heisman voting, didn't he? He was really he was in the top ten somewhere. He might have been in the top, the top ten. Five. Yeah, but he, I don't think he. Well, he didn't go. Only the three. Went. He didn't go. It was no, Vince. No, no. Young, Reggie, and, and Liner were the only ones that went. But yeah. so, okay, the the biggest game of the year, yes, for the program, every year was Notre Dame. Absolutely, Notre Dame was the biggest game of the year. However, the biggest game that the fans slash students got into Cal? was clearly UCLA. Oh, okay. Even when UCLA sucked, even when we were beating them by 30 points three years in a row, the biggest, most excited that the fans at the Coliseum got was for UCLA. Meaning, we understood Notre Dame is a bigger game, but we were more hyped for the UCLA yeah, game every year. Yeah. And you can't lose that at a neutral site. You can't do it. You can't take that away from the okay. campus. And, and it's a great point that yes, UCLA plays at the Rose Bowl, but I and I've been to UCLA USC games at the Rose Bowl. And yes, it is a UCLA home game. It is clear that the, their fans represent there as USC does at the Coliseum. It would ruin it. You can't take yeah, that be, away I'm from just the curious. Kids. I don't know. No Can't take it away from the students. Can we? I have a question that I've been wanting to ask you since I saw the Sparrier thing. But they would get another uh, bowl game out of it. I bet. I bet you they would have a, a sponsored in bowl LA game bowl. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, not that I care. It's, oh. No, forget it. Yeah, that's what we need more. By the way, I'm just about to make fun of bowl games, all of which I watch. So right, I'm not right, going right. to do that. Uh, oh, oh, real quick, I was reading this thing. Uh, the the longest tenured sponsor for a bowl game ever. It, and it's still sponsored. It's from like 1995. Is the State? Outback Bowl? Oh, it's not the All State Sugar it's Bowl. It's not. It's the Outback Bowl. If you can oh, it's not it. the because it, it used to be the Nokia Sugar Bowl. Right, right. Nokia. Yeah, good call. Outback. Well, Tostitos doesn't still do it, but they were the, the Fiesta the, Bowl for a long time. Did they take the Fiesta or the Sun? They took the Fiesta Bowl, the Tostitos Fiesta the to- Bowl. That's Tostitos right. Fiesta Bowl. That's right. I think FedEx had the Orange Bowl for a long time. They too. did. They did. That's a good call. Yeah, you, it was the uh, FedEx Orange Bowl when UCLA won there. Or I S- think it was S- the one. Federal Express Orange Bowl. That's how long <laughs> they had it. Um, so Sparrier's retiring midseason. Good call. Here's my stupid question that I Please. haven't heard anybody on any outlet say, and a lot of good Sparrier talk because maybe the most quotable coach of all time. Right, right. Oh, and, and you know, you the, go ahead. Who is the best player ever turned successful championship winning coach? Uh, there's a couple of answers oh, okay. that I have, um, but does call. anybody remember that Steve Spurrier is a Heisman-winning quarterback? We do. I mean, it's mentioned every time he has a big game or a, a big, big thing happen. Not, but I've, I haven't heard the "Who's the best player to become a successful coach?" conversation, and I think he's got to be somewhere in the top five. I know that he didn't have a successful NFL career, right? Right. But he's the top four college football coach of the last twenty-five years. Yeah. Oh no, he is. Um, that's a good call. I'm trying to. <clears throat> and he won a Heisman at Florida when they were awful. Oh, you know, you know who's on the line for that? Harbaugh. I guess. Both quarterbacks. Never won a Super Bowl or a national title, though, to my knowledge. I don't um, think he won one at Michigan. No, no, no. No, no. No, no, they didn't win a national title under. They only won one under Bo. It wasn't with Harbaugh. Yeah. 
Uh, um, he, I guess he can't. I, maybe he could. I, I guess. I'm sorry, but he's yeah. a very successful player. Listen, you, you, you put I mean, Stanford into a BCS bowl game, yeah. and then you go and do what you're doing. You put San Francisco 49ers into the Super Bowl, and then you go do what you're doing in Michigan. I mean, Ditka was the he's first the one running. that sprung to Great mind because he's Great a Hall call. of Fame tight end, tight end and a Super Bowl winning coach. I couldn't think of a ton of others that are that successful as players right. that also became championship winning coaches. Right. Right. No, that's a good call. Yeah, it definitely needs some thought to it, but no, that that topic has not been discussed around. Like if Spurrier's Northwestern legacy. didn't get smoked by Michigan, and by the way, we got to talk about Michigan for a second. Wow! But I mean, Pat, Fitzger- Pat Fitzgerald won two Nagurski awards at Northwestern, yeah. and yeah, they no, were undefeated yeah. like up until last weekend. Yes, yeah, um, well, they were playing. They're like, never going to uh, win a national title, though. No, God, no, 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 no. But uh, it's not like this wasn't predicted to be happening. Maybe not this large, this fast. But he's done it everywhere. Yeah, he has. I mean, and and by the way, he's Have not the doing it with a brand weekend? new quarterback. Rudock was at Iowa last year. Everybody knows that he's not a great world beater quarterback. What's the line in that game? I know? heard somebody talking that Michigan because it's in Michigan, they're going to come out at like a touchdown favorite. Wow. But I have not looked at it, and I could not believe that they're going to be a touchdown favorite over Michigan. Because State. Michigan State doesn't put up fifty. No, no. Well, they can, but they haven't. They- 35's got to be about their top. Yeah. Yeah. This is a really interesting game. You know, you'd like to think it is. Because Michigan, if they beat them and beat Ohio State, isn't. I was saying this to you outside. Oh, good. There's still 16 teams alive yeah, in the playoff they picture. kind of are. And they're one of them. They are now. Because they got it. Yes, they put themselves in the They got one loss position. to a team that's in the top four. And you're going to, yeah, they won't be in the top four by the end of the year. They won't, no, but they are right now. But it'll be a good loss. It'd be a very good. It might be the best loss anybody will have. That's true. It definitely could come down to that. Although if Michigan Utah State is, is who I'm talking about. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. They lost to Utah. Northwestern is uh, yeah. is the one that beat Stanford. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, Michigan lost to Utah in the first game of the season. In the first game of the season. And Utah's in the top four. Yeah. And they won't be there. No. Um, but Why? It's, I haven't seen them play, so I can't say I know anything. Oh, um, I did see him play a little bit against Michigan, but no, no, I watched some of that game as well. Um, they don't have skill players enough to get there. They'll win the game in the trenches. There's enough skill out there to overcome Utah in the Pac-12. Who? Oh, Arizona State. Um, all, yeah, but they're always sort of wishy-washy. Oh no, they are. Listen, all these teams are wishy-washy. There isn't a, there isn't a dominant team. That's in the what I'm Pac-12 saying. They right could now. go undefeated. I don't think they're going to, but they could. I don't think they will. I think there's enough talent out there to get to take them. Okay. Um, and if Michigan beats Michigan State, Michigan State might have the best loss to any of, of any team in the top true. seven by the time it rolls around. Yeah, but you're um, not taking two teams from the Big Ten, and Ohio State's still undefeated, according to right. me. Uh, oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> well, that's right. Michigan would have to beat Ohio State as yeah. well. Um, but I think that what you're going to see is Michigan State has not just the potential, but the actual talent in place to beat Michigan, not just to beat Michigan, but to beat them by 14, 17 points. You think? I do. Even in the big house. Well, I'm, I I tell you, my wife's out of town this weekend. I have nothing to do, and I plan to watch 12 straight hours of college football on Saturday. I love it. Yeah, it's going to be great. I haven't I done it in a while. No, no, you're prime for Burns it. out of town, no golf. No golf? I got the driver yips. Oh, no. I actually do have the yips, by the way. It's funny. Do you ever like see someone that had like some strange disease, and they finally read something online where they're like, Someone knows what I have. They're describing exactly what's happening to me. Yes. I'm online at because I um I played on Sunday. I don't want to get too far into my golf game because no one cares. But yeah. played on Sunday. I played eleven holes without a driver at one over. 
I played seven holes with the driver at 15 over. I couldn't hit the golf course, much less the fairway. Uh. It's and, and it's funny. I was reading about it online, and they were like, "Yeah, you get so oh, no. you get so weird, like when you have nowhere to miss that, like your hands just decide to do something." I'm like, "That's exactly <laughs> what's happening." <laughs> You're a hypochondriacal golfer. It is. That, that it's basically the same thing. I just had to buy a book. I bought like a learn the no, game again. Meant I did. <laughs> I play so much golf. I have to. I can't give it up. No, no, no. I'm ready to get back to it. Are you kidding me? I'm actually having a good time. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Anyway, so I'm not no golf this weekend. All football all weekend. It's going to be awesome. Oh, I've been dying to talk to you for a week and a half. What happened? We didn't do a show last week. That's right. That's right. What happened? You've already sworn, right? Yes, I have. Did you see the fucking Martian? I saw the fucking Martian. Yeah. You saw it at home. Yeah, I did. I did. I uh, hate you. Uh, I hate listen. everything about your being. Listen. Because you're going to tell me you didn't like it, nope. and that it was mediocre, nope. and you missed out on what you would have experienced in the movie theater. It's a fine movie. It's a uh. good ride. It's a good ride. When I asked you, when you saw The Martian, and then I told you, all right, I'm probably going to see it tonight Yeah. at home, you're like, just don't do it. And I said, okay. I, I hit you back, and I said, okay. What's the one thing in this movie nobody is talking about that I will be excited when I go to the movie and see it? What did I say? You said it's 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 about the ride. It's about being there in the moment. Okay, I, sh- the I would have said something else if I didn't want to give something away. There's nothing to give away. What I would have there said is not, was... Go ahead. The movie reminded me, and this is going to be a really weird comparison. Hmm. It reminded me more of Alien than any movie I've seen since Alien. Okay. And the reason I say that is because when you turn Alien on after about... F- 10 minutes. It's tense. Yes. The whole, the whole way. way. Yep. You feel like some impending horribleness is going to happen the entire movie. Yes, you feel like you're out and there stranded in, in space. In The Martian, I, you know, spoilers, whatever, if you haven't seen go see it if you haven't seen it. Right. I'm not going to ruin it, but no. You feel like something horrible is going to happen to him at every minute, and it actually, except for one thing, really doesn't. But the danger is there the whole time. No, the danger isn't there. You the didn't think so. But see, but I think that's why. exactly why you're missing it having no. not seen it in the theater. Because no. you're not having that all-encompassing no, I knew experience. Nothing. I knew nothing about the movie. I knew nothing about the book. Right, but I don't... There I, wasn't I, a single second leading up to this movie, not watching it, leading up to it, where you don't expect him to get back home. I guess Did that's anything true. ever lead you to believe that he's not going to make it out? No, I suppose not. Okay, now... You know the story. You know the idea of the story because you get that from the previews, right? Not a single thing happens from beginning to end that doesn't go true to form. And I know mean me true to form. Session. I mean to an absolute template of how I to do these movies. They just did it in a very exciting manner. I wasn't a hundred percent sure he was getting home the whole way. Oh please! If you told me there was an ending where. They have to go back to Mars and they find him and then he dies after they find him. Sure. I would believe it. Sure. So that was on the table for me. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. There is nothing. If you see the preview, you say, I think I get what this movie is. You're wrong. You absolutely 100% will get what the movie is. There will be nothing in the hour, the two hours and 10 minutes that will surprise you. There will be nothing that says, oh, that's new. Oh, that's different. Oh, I didn't see that the coming. science didn't intrigue no, you at all. The science is fine. It's the exact same science we've seen in every movie like this for the last 15 years. There was no new science there. And by the way, I love science. I love science in movies. I want more science in movies. I'm 
I'm the opposite of Emily Latella who wants less violence or wants more violins in movies. There should be more violence. It's violence, Emily. It's violence. Oh, never mind. Okay, great. That's my Gilda Radner from 1970 Saturday Night okay. I want more science in movies. There's nothing in the movie that's science that's science fiction. It's all science fact. It's all it's all logical stuff. It's all stuff. Well, there you is can, one thing that's incorrect in the movie. Out. Do you oh, know what, what the what, one incorrect? Okay, so the beginning. It's probably too pissed off to. No, pay no, no. Attention. It's kind of funny because like, I didn't know this. It didn't occur to me in the movie, which is probably smart because if it had, I probably yeah, would have taken you out of the yeah the flow. So you know how at the. At the end. Oh, so go you, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. When he goes back into space with the tarp over the yeah. the capsule, yeah. you know why he can do that? Why he can do... Because the atmosphere is so thin right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, they that it's not that. going to affect it and burn yeah. him up or whatever. Right. The unfortunate part of that is that because that fact exists, the windstorm at the beginning could not exist. Does not exist. Right. Which I thought, I didn't think about it at the time, but actually makes sense. Well, no, not necessarily. I mean, it's just things you don't know. There's sandstorms on the ground. It could be different than yeah, what but he's it going couldn't in the blow at the at the rate, at the rate to cause that destruction. Over. Yeah, yeah. And what did I text you five minutes into the movie? You're kidding me. They go out without a tether. The entire movie takes place because they leave that capsule and try to make it back to the ship yeah. during the windstorm without tethering each other you've never seen a space movie where somebody's in space whether it's on a planet with no yeah, gravity or in space without being tethered to everybody and and that to me that moment took me out of it immediately and i was like if the rest of the movie and the rest of the movie does not play like that it's not just a a, a whole uh, setup of circumstances that just happen to happen and go wrong for him everything is practical after that which does make it better it does bring you into it there is nothing in this movie that took me by surprise. There is nothing I couldn't see the preview and say, all right, I know exactly what's going to happen. Okay. And that's exactly what happened. I just think you missed something by not seeing it in the theater. I really, I really didn't. Do. I really, you put uh, Fassbender I, I knew, in that part. I, I do you think you I'm going to watch it at home or do you think I'm going to a theater to see it? But see, I don't know why. I've yet to figure Matt out why he Damon. don't like Matt Damon. <laughs> he's the most likable guy since Tom Hanks in movies. And I don't know why. And he's don't done like nothing to deliver on his likability. What great what? movie has he done where he said, that's how you bank on that guy's likability? Well, he, uh, you don't like him in the Oceans movies? Mm. Yes, I do, because he's the one that everybody rags on. You don't think he was spectacular and talented, Mr. Ripley? I haven't seen it yet. What? Yeah, I've never seen it. It was 1999. I wasn't, you know, I was doing stuff. That's a really good movie. I'll go back to that. I've always wanted to go back, because it's Jude okay. Law, too, right? It is. I always wanted to go back and watch that. But see, now knowing Matt Damon, you're probably going to appreciate it less, which is weird. Because you oh, almost I'll have totally to see it in it the context of his career. Because he does it coming off Goodwill Hunting, which is really... Right. A much different role. And it's a different role. No, no, I. you know what didn't suck? You know what movie? I'll give it to him. It didn't suck. Adjustment Bureau. I didn't hate the Adjustment Bureau. There you go. I can say something good about a But Matt I Damon love her. Movie. Oh, yeah, you do. Love you, her. Yeah, you do. I'll, uh, yeah. She's, I have not seen she, Sicario. No, no, I, I haven't either. It. I did want to get to that. Yeah. All right. There might be yeah. a screener that comes to the house. I don't know. It's, that, that's one of those. I, 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 so, yes. No I, one said to me, you have to see it in the theater, like The Walk or The Marshmallow. I right. haven't seen The Walk yet. I have not gotten to there yet. I did want to see Bridge of Spies just to see. I, I heard it's good. Really? Yeah, I heard it's really good. All right. All What's right. the last really good Spielberg movie? Are you a Munich fan? You know, I'm, it should have been better. It should have been. I've seen it a couple of times. It should have been. I like it, but don't love it. Nope, exactly. 
Exactly. I really like Eric Bana in it, too. I do, too. I, I, I think he's great I didn't in it. love it. And that dude needs more roles. But, I told you that. But that, it's Catch Me If You Can, then, right? I mean, it's yeah. been 13 wow. years since that movie came out. It might have to be a Catch Me If You Can. Wow. Yeah. It's a long time. So, yeah. All right. I don't know. But you give me Hanks and Spielberg in World War II, I, I'm probably in. We'll oh, no, see. totally. Totally. Especially after... The only recent World War II movie I didn't like was Monuments Men. I thought it was awful. Oh, my God, is that a bad... Oh, there was a great crack about that, too, and I can't remember it. Oh, it was like a Family Guy type of shot no, at really. Monuments Men. It was, re it was really well done, and I can't remember what it was, but it was so dead on. And that's a terrible movie, folks. It's Do really not, not go a watch good movie. that movie. So boring. It goes nowhere. You're just ruining actors in the, on screen in that movie. Only thing I haven't liked Bill Murray in in a long time either. Yeah, yeah, and he sh because he shows up just to be Bill Murray in that it's movie. Yeah. And yeah, all right. What's this know. Murray Christmas? What is this? There's a Netflix special of Bill Murray Christmas. All right, very Murray Christmas. I guess so. Oh, I'm in. It's a Netflix special. Yeah, it's a oh, Netflix I'm special. Totally in. Yeah, I think I'm probably in too. Oh, now I'm excited for Christmas. Are you kidding me? What's he gonna do? I mean, it's gonna be sketches. I'm dying to see what it is. I, I almost I, I I know about it and I haven't looked into it because well, I don't want to ruin anything. Let me I need to stop thinking I'm in. I need to see who else is involved. Oh, come on. It's a Christmas movie. I watched Grumpy who's, Cat's Christmas last year. Who's I writing watch it, Bill who's producing Christmas. it. Right, right. Because yeah. You know, yeah, takes, obviously, if he, you if you tell me Matt Damon stuff. is the second lead in it, that you're not going to watch it. That's so. That's, I think Bill Murray's enough to get me through a Matt Damon movie. <laughs> I think that's the that's how you the counter. You hated Matt Damon in the town. Uh, Matt Damon's in the town. Not the town. Uh, the Jack Nicholson one. Departed. The Departed. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did. Oh, it's just because you, know you like you know Leo so much, I, I though, actually hate Damon more in that movie, <laughs> and the other guy I hate, I give props to in that movie, Wahlberg. Wahlberg, you do, yeah. Well, Wahlberg is so great He's in that movie. awesome though. in that movie. And I did, I just watched... I, I he was great that as Alec Baldwin in a little role. Uh, he was, awesome. yes. I, I only, I, I got about an hour and 40 minutes into it. I just watched it about a month ago. And I... It, Rewatchable? It, yeah, it is. And it yeah. reaffirms my... I didn't, I didn't love the movie. Matt, oh, really? No. It's so rewatchable. I think the town is much better. And I think Gone Baby Gone is the best Still of the three. Still haven't seen that yet. Okay. Oh, my God. You get to see that one. I will. No, I definitely will. That's on the list. It just never Do you hate never Casey Affleck, no, too? No, no. If he, if he can actually carry a movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's the one you're going to want to see. Because he can't carry a movie, but I, I'll, I'll watch that movie. It just never showed up in my travels. It's not on the Netflix. It wasn't on the pay channels. Yeah, you're going to want to... They don't run it on HBO up. Showtime. You know, I had a Cinemax. moment the other day that you would appreciate, I think, because mm. it's 2015. I, it was like 9.30 on Tuesday, and I was like, you know, I want to watch Apollo 13. I haven't seen it in years and years and years. Yes. Went on Netflix. Yes. Not on it. Went on every single cable direct on demand. Not on it. Get out like, of here. What year are we living in it? where I can't just get that at the tip of my fingers? That is one of the... It's not like the... some random foreign movie or whatever. No. It's like a seminal movie of the 90s. What was it we were trying to watch? Lawrence for crying out loud? We couldn't find Lawrence anywhere? Lawrence for Ravia? <laughs> Wasn't there one weekend where we're like, yeah, I think I'm going to go try and watch that. And I texted you. I'm like, I can't find it anywhere. I'm so pissed off right now. Is it during the blockbuster era? <laughs> it was... Maybe. <laughs> no. It was I own we, it. You should have just called me. We were lamenting. So it couldn't have been Lawrence. We were lamenting that we couldn't find a movie. And we're like, yeah, how, you know, I miss Blockbuster so much. Um, oh, uh, so where were you going? I don't know. Where, but it was like 9.30, so Best Buy is closed. And I probably, you know, if it was 8.30, I would have gone to Best Buy. Because I just was in the mood to and watch Apollo 13. Th that's exactly where I was going with that. Apollo 13 is the ultimate 
Ah, oh, I can't believe I'm sick. I'm calling into work. I just need to just kill my brain for a couple it's a hours. Of those Apollo movies. 13 is on. <laughs> it's perfect. Oh my god! Thank God I'm homesick today. Yeah. I have something that's gonna. That, that that is about the best description ever <laughs> for that movie. For that movie, <laughs> yes, it is. But I was just in the mood, and I couldn't believe I couldn't find it. I know, I know. That is that is sad. Yeah, I love Gary Sinise in that. Oh, he's so, so good. good. So good in that movie. Oh, he makes Mission to Mars good. Are you kidding me? And I know you don't like that movie. Yeah, I'm not a big he's fan. Great in, he's great in that movie. Yeah, he's good. You know who I didn't he like w- in The Martian? He didn't win for Apollo 13. One for Forrest Gump. One for right? Forrest Gump. Okay. Beat Sam Jackson. In- yeah. yeah. Um, didn't love Daniels. I really? always liked Daniel. Yeah. And I didn't like him in that movie. Is it he was too on the nose or you didn't like his character? I didn't think it was written I well. Thought the character I thought was he terrible. was either yeah. gonna have to play a villainy guy or yep. a, a heroic guy. And he and doesn't he do either. He doesn't do either. Yep. It was yep. all in the writing. It wasn't it, him, but it really weird written oh, character. Not just that, and you know, try and talk me down a little bit. The 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 cast is way above the movie. Jessica Chastain is terrible in it. I don't think she's terrible. She has nothing to do. Right. Compared to what she can do on screen. Yeah, yeah, Why are you putting her in that role? And her and she's not even in a role that's there to bring gravity to the role by having a, an actress just by their sheer presence help bring Ooh, you more into the really movie. Good if you had a role for a 38-year-old woman to play right now, mm-hmm. you cast her or Amy Adams? Yeah, Amy Adams. Really? I just like her so I like much. her too, but so I think much. Jessica Chastain's moved into that Well, that I mean, I, there's issues. I've seen this Martian where she does nothing in it. When's the last Amy Adams movie where you're like, yeah, she didn't do anything in it, other than That's Lois. true. Even in Lois, she has to cry and bring well, you into the I, movie. I, I, comic book movies, I take the acting standards out. Oh, no, not just the acting. I'm talking about taking a role that just has nothing to, to do for the person that's there. And... Amy Adams is awesome in everything, and Jessica Chastain is in Zero but Dark Thirty. But who else is good in Superman? Yeah, but she's, she's in Zero Dark Thirty. Sorry. Jessica Chastain? Yeah. And you don't like Zero Dark Thirty? It's, it's, it's Hurt what? Locker 2. It's Hurt Locker 2. Oh, that movie's great. <laughs> I love that movie. I know. You got problems. <laughs> I know. Unfortunately, you do. All right. Yeah. Who's great in Superman? Um, no one's great in Superman. You're 100% right about that. Costner. Diane Lane's good. Diane, yeah, Diane Lane's good. Michael Shannon might be the worst acting I've ever seen him do. Oh, yeah. The worst I've ever seen yeah. him do. You have Russell Crowe there to do nothing. Russell Crowe is the one guy, and Costner are the two guys that are there to bring presence through just sheer of being on the screen and having nothing to do with the roles they play. You know what I do when I go home right now? It's mm-hmm. going to be a weird one, totally off topic. Mm-hmm. So I saw a commercial for the Eagles and the Giants Sunday night game this weekend. Yeah. And they used the opening to the Sopranos and the Sopranos song. In the commercial. Right on. I'm going to watch The Sopranos pilot when I go home. Oh, no, you are and not. I haven't watched it in years and years. Tony walking down the driveway to get the paper. Are we forgetting that that show was really good? So, and I know so I've been funny. the biggest detractor of the last three, four seasons of that show. So funny. I threw it on IMDb real quick at work. You're kidding. Real quick, just to, just to kill five minutes of, of dead space. And they had this stupid thing on there. They had two stupid things on there. 25 best movies of the last 25 years. It's all voted on by everybody. So 25 crap, best yeah. TV shows. Yeah, exactly. 25 best TV shows the last 25 years. Sopranos was like 10. What was ahead of it? Okay, The Wire's ahead of it. Barely. The West Wing's probably ahead of it. because No, it wasn't even in the top like 25. Really? Really. It's oh. a bunch of animated shows, by the way. Uh, I know. It's, it's, it's all garbage. 
Um, uh, what development was ahead of it? Least? It might have been one ahead of it or one behind it. Uh, Breaking Bad was a little ahead of it. Game of Thrones is a little ahead of it. Um, and maybe one or two other. I can shows live with those shows right ahead of it just based on public perception, right? I, I really need to revisit you're, you're right Breaking Bad versus Sopranos. Uh, Sopranos is a better show. You know why? It's on longer. The first season of Breaking Bad is nothing to write home about. I agree. The show, to me, doesn't hit its stride for me until like the middle of season two. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's the opposite of Sopranos. I mean... Yeah, yeah well, Sop- Sopranos goes downhill the moment season three starts, and then it it's does. a gradual decline the whole way. It is. As a, it has moments of resurrection. Yeah, it does. No, there are certain... It was very watchable the whole rest of the way. Yes. I never hated that I was watching it or anything. No, but we're talking about what has to be arguably... I'll even throw an arguably in there. The greatest portrayal of a TV character slash acting and writing that we've ever seen. Yeah. Tony. I mean, you, you do not find a better written character the, or a better Breaking acting Bad character people would than tell Tony. You that the character doesn't evolve at all the, into the whole series. And it's he's not sort of to. true. That's the and whole he's point not of the show. To. Right. That's the whole point of the show is that he won't. And you think everybody else does around him? That's what you're saying? Everybody else tries to. Yeah, every, that's the whole. That's the, what drives the show. Carmella wants out. My, uh, Christopher wants out. With the kids. Well, screw the kids. Everybody well, they want tries. nothing to do with the, the business, yeah. Right, exactly. And then, you know, and, and uh, Silvio evolves because he wants more. Polly stays the same because he's supposed to. Yeah, he's supposed he's to. He's a lifer. Yeah. He's a lifer. That's what he is. But the Walter White character goes from zero to 112 yeah, and, and for a couple of episodes, you're like, uh, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. And then Only he goes at the beginning. Then he though. goes full Heisenberg, and you're like, all right, he's there now. Let, let's let's see what he's yeah, going to do. The best with seasons it. are like three and four when he's halfway between the two, which is great. Yeah, I, I thought that's when he does go full Heisenberg, and he's but he's you know he's still human. He still has to he's deal still with his human. family and everything. Yeah, yeah, he's not totally you know embraced it. I don't know. I think the wire always gets thrown away in these conversations because it doesn't have the one character. Right. Right. It's well, they just had the, him. Every character they decided is totally to, phenomenal. They decided to screw him over and do something different and do something lesser with McNulty in every season after season one. Yeah, I guess. They they purposely went away from it for some stupid reason. Nah. Couldn't even give us it half all, a season of Bunk and McNulty. It all works. In the fourth that is really season. funny that we everybody talks about Bunk and McNulty and they really don't have a ton of scenes being investigators together. Not after the first season. There's nothing for yeah. them to do together. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's it's the it's the it's the creator saying, "Screw you, audience. I'm going to do what I want to do." David Chase did it. Screw you, audience. I'm going to watch the Sopranos pilot when I go. What's his name? Did it for uh, Mad Men. Screw you, audience. Yeah. I don't know why they treat us that way. Game of Thrones ain't treating us that way. Although Game they of might. Thrones delivers on every single thing. But we're want. still waiting on that stupid new book he's been writing for three well, years. We're also waiting on the meeting of all the characters. This is Remember, true. Remember, Jon Snow has never met Daenerys Targaryen. I thought he's show. dying. He's dead. Oh, yeah. He ain't going to meet him. He's dead. dead. Never going to see him ever again. You're going to kill Jon Snow. It's over for him. Lose all your female viewers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first they killed Rob Stark and did that, and then they killed Jon Snow. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Rob had to go. Come on. Yeah. You can't have a pretty boy like that prancing around freaking <laughs> trying to make it all serious. I'm trying to stay away from any Game of Thrones spoilers, though, because it's just been so... You know, I don't need to watch shows live anymore. Right. Except that one. Except that one. That is the only show that I care at all about, because I don't want to hear anything. No. No. You're right. There's, I can't remember 
any other show where I needed to watch live in the last five years. Um, I didn't need to watch Breaking Bad live. I could watch it the next day. Yeah. Better Call Saul is phenomenal. Don't need to watch it live. I can watch it the next day. That is... Yeah, I just I just hit that list of 25. I'm trying to pull the 25 that are on there that, that if they had that effect on me, and no. You know what it is? It's not having to watch... It's Well, once you start watching a show, there really isn't a show that I'm watching where I'm like, I can't wait for this show to be on next week. When it ends... Except that one. Except that one. <laughs> when that show's over, you're like... I can make it six days. I can make it six days to get to this next episode. <laughs> I can do it. You you were literally just trying to pump yourself up for six. I can yeah. make it. Any other show I'm watching right now, I'm like, plus okay, like it's over. Here's another weird way to say it. What other show makes you look forward to the end of the weekend? Yes. Like, there's nothing else oh, that could do When you that. got work coming on Monday yeah. and yet you're still happy I'm to be there in the on middle Sunday of the day night. Saturday going, oh, this is going to be great Can't tomorrow night. Can't wait for Sunday night. <laughs> Can't wait. I used to, and you're right, Sunday night is the night of dread for 90% of working Americans. Yeah. Because they have to get up and go to work on Monday. Except when Game of Thrones is on and Sunday nights. Any, you've got to be kidding me, Star Wars stuff before we get out of here? I didn't prepare any, no. I didn't. But if you want to go down the rabbit hole, I can talk about it. But I just didn't have anything prepared, I promise. I promise I'm getting ready. Well, I did my big watch of the prequels over the last... You did, weeks, and that's which what we I, talked about the last time around. We did, and we we focused mostly on clones. And so when I went back I, next week, I want to do a little bit more of Sith and a little bit more of uh, Phantom Menace. I did. Why? It need because there's stuff in there that needs to be mined. There really is. <laughs> and then I think once we get to a month out, we're gonna just go maybe okay. movie to movie, or where it's we're just gonna rehash everything. And, and okay, and it's it's gonna be great. I want to set everything up to have a giant blowout where people have their say, and we basically pull people our greatest hits. They have their say, and then we tell them why they're wrong, and then we pull out our. Do greatest we close hits. with Jay? You know, maybe the biggest Star Wars fan that it, you were. Oh, I there, know. there's no doubt that he is, because uh, he still had the toys before it became cool. Before we knew the new I did episodes well, were coming but, out. Yeah. Well, no, he when he 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 brought them out of mothballs in the early '90s. You know, everybody gets your own room, and then you get your own place. And he displayed them when there was no yeah. real Star Wars buzz at the time, and yet he's still dusting them off every weekend and rearranging and setting them up. Oh, hey, did you see I, I created Tatooine over there? Oh, yeah, good for you. All right, hey, thanks. Um, and I, I honestly, I still don't, I never really got the toys, but I understood the love of the movies. Yeah. And yeah, it helped bring me back to that. And so once the new movie started coming out, I was all in again. And for years, I've been saying I need something to bring me back to Star Wars. And it was this movie that did it. It really was. I probably hadn't seen any of them in for three years leading into the summer. Wow, that's a long time to not see them. I've, I've always watched them at least every seven, eight months. It's like a Godfather thing. Then again, I remember Godfather when I watched Jedi recently, I hadn't watched that in at least three, four years. There you go. There, Yeah, there's always one that you forget about. It's like for 2001. I gotta watch it once a year. Once Got a year. Got sucked into the Godfather 2 on TV the other it, day. It will do that Oh, It's the Don Ciccio scene where they go back to Italy. Oh, oh man, man, it's so good. They shoot Tomasino and you realize that's why he's in the wheelchair <laughs> in the first movie. Oh, it's so good. Vito Andolini. Michael, say goodbye. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I couldn't turn it off. It was an hour. Yeah. An hour, just gone. That's why you shouldn't flip around TV. No, it's... Well, not if you find that. You can't. <laughs> you just can't do it. No. That ends your day. But I couldn't find freaking Apollo 13. Anyway. Okay. Right. Limited Star Wars this week. I don't know if you've noticed, like, if you're following the internet feed of the, the show, but Star Wars has been in the title of every one for oh, yes. like nine As shows. Well, it should be. Are you listening to those segments? They're amazing. Uh, 
uh, I'm just, I don't like to pat myself on the back. But for that, you should trust me. And that's what it was. Like every time I go home, I love finding like random movie stuff on. Like, do you watch, have you ever watched or, or do, done a run through of all the how it should have ended on, on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. Leah likes watching those. Those yeah. are excellent. Yeah, they're good. And so that, that, that'll put you in a rabbit hole. You watch a Star Wars one and then you're like, all right, I want to watch British people talk about Star Wars. I want to watch Italian people talk about Star Wars. <laughs> like, I just get into it and that's, that's your night. That's my night from yeah. 12 when everybody goes to bed till 6 when I can finally go and to bed. And have you seen the red letter media reviews of Star Wars with the old crotchety guy reviewing them for no. two? Two and a half hours I'm each one. Writing it down. Oh. Okay. I did, Every I wanted, You've Gotta is, Be Kidding Me has been yes. covered Get ever out. in those. Oh, I hate him. But yeah. yes, this is this is part of another thing I wanted to bring into our Star Wars reviews is what's some of the good stuff that you found interesting about Star Wars on the internet that we can turn people on to. So yes, go watch the How It Should Have Ended. Uh, go watch this Red Letter The best review. one is the... Um, Troopers. That's the cops rip off. You must have seen that one at some point. Oh, I no no no. Uh, I've been trying to uh, ration out the Star ah, Wars stuff. That one's Rationing great. it out. All right, true. Uh, it's troopers. um. I, are they British guys? They're not British guys. What? I only watch British dudes on YouTube. So uh, I just feel like they okay. they're, they're more interesting to watch. They have the accent. They're they're entertaining. Okay. All right. You want to talk to them about the loss at all, or the the atmosphere, or anything like that? No. All right. You got anything else? No, I'm all done. Interesting. All right, folks, listen, I promise. We will have Star Wars... You know they're tuning in for it now. We will have Star Wars prepared. I don't want to just start yapping about Star Wars and wait 20 minutes before we get five minutes of good stuff. I right. can't do it. I'm sorry. Been there. Sorry. Um, but yes, we will have it prepared for next week. I promise. Okay. I promise. See, now I'm looking at my old notes, and I'm like, yeah, I could talk about that. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. We're going to do it right. That's the only way to do it. All right. Send us your emails. You turn us on to something, or at least give us something to turn the rest of the audience on to. Find me some great Star Wars internet stuff that we can go, that we can find. If it's if it's been talked about here, fine. I still want to check it out. Let us know. Fupodcast at gmail.com. Excellent. All right. Let's get out of here. We didn't talk about the President's Cup at all. Oh, God, because I didn't watch it. Do you know how it. much President's Cup stuff I have? How much? You, I know all you right. got a lot, I'll actually. do it in 30 seconds. All right, all right. I know you got a lot. I'm so sorry I didn't write it down. Go ahead. The Mickelson playing the wrong ball thing was about the dumbest thing that I've ever seen anybody do. By Mickelson or the way it was handled all overall? The overall thing, but we don't have enough time to get no, into that. No, I know. But anyway, Graham Dillette said it best in a tweet. What professional golfer has two different brands of golf balls in, in their bag. bag? Love it. It is you know amazing. What Bill does. He's the only one. He He's is. the only one he that will do that. He is the only one. <laughs> Biggest gripe about the President's Cup, honestly, was that so the matches are close. It's a one-point lead going into Sunday for the Americans. Jay Haas is the captain. Puts his goddamn kid out in the last match. He says, thinking... Hopefully the matches would be over by then. Well, you know what, Jay? The matches were one point going into Sunday. So, so hoping that they're going to be over <laughs> is kind of a stupid hope. Yes. Haas was 0-1-2 in three matches going in the President's it. Cup going into that last match. He's the anchor match. They had four undefeated guys on the team. Phil and Zach Johnson and Bubba and J.B. Holmes are all undefeated. You don't put one of them in the anchor match. Just God forbid the matches aren't over by then. You're Sorry. up one, right? They got so 
goddamn lucky aren't that you, they won that match. No, absolutely. Aren't they supposed to run Jay Haas out? If you're putting him at anchor because you're hoping it'll be over by the time they get to him, isn't that why you put him out at one because you have the yeah, lead already? And if he way. blows it, everybody else can still make up for they it? They had a couple of other zeros. Like Jimmy Walker was terrible. Whatever. But He could only play so good. That was so the long, one that folks. drove me crazy. But the one other one I got to mention. So you didn't see the highlights? Not Sundays. All right. It would have been a tie if uh, this Indian guy, Lahiri, had... Uh, got a half a point off of Bubba Watson. He had a one. Uh, yeah, the match was all square going to eighteen. Mm. Uh, not Bubba Watson, Chris Kirk. Um, Kirk. <laughs> they're all square going to eighteen. <laughs> Lahiri has a one and a half foot putt to have the match. Oh no! Steps up to it without practice putting, without looking at the hole. Yeah, why without, get in your own head? Just get up there and hit it. I, th- I thought the same thing. If I had a one and a half foot putt to make, that was the biggest putt I've ever had. You already know thinking, how to make the putt. I'm right. not thinking about it by looking right. at it from six, six different angles. Only pain comes. No one said that in the broadcast. Get out. The guy was just apoplectic that he missed it. He dropped his putter. He was half crying. <laughs> He's the one Indian guy. No one in India plays golf. No. It was terrible. Now they won't. I felt awful for him. Billion of them not playing golf. Oh, now. I just felt so terrible because I would have done exactly the same thing. Crawled in the hole and died. Yeah. And Bubba Watson had actually missed the same putt in his match to not win it, but tie well, it. Wow. Oh. Yeah, but like still, it, it, oh. But he looked at it from nine angles, and I thought the same thing when I saw it. I was like, "Don't look at that stupid two foot putt from nine angles." You gotta be kidding me! The new bad guy in Star Wars is named after a stupid cat in a cartoon. What's the name? Ren. Okay. It's R E N N, though, right? Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. Okay. No one's oh, seen, Ren, no Ren one's is the seen Chihuahua Ren and Stimpy anyway. in twenty Ren, Ren's years. Ren's the Chihuahua anyway. That's right. No one's seen that show in twenty years. <laughs> yeah, sorry. And Poe is named after Kung Fu Panda. That's uh, Poe Dameron is uh, what's his name's uh, character. Dude, Oscar Isaac. Oh, okay. Poe and Ren. All right. All right, let's get out of here. I, I, I'm glad I mentioned the president because like, it was bothering me all week, and I was like, I, I gotta do this on the show. I, I know, man. No, you told me on Saturday you How had the a, hell does Jay a load of stuff to get yeah, out for this, and I'm sorry, terrible. I forgot to. No one was watching. It was on. It was for the West Coast. It was great. It started at like 7 p.m. Yes. ended at 2 a.m. It was, it was awesome. prime time. I watched golf. every match. It was great. Jason Day went 0 and 5. Wow, really? Maybe he was 0 4 and 1. He didn't. He didn't get a win. Yeah, he's got to be spent by now. Yeah, you would think so. All right. Anyway, all right. All right. All right, so that's it. We will be back next week. We got to be back because baseball's in full swing. We yeah, gotta yeah, be back the baseball's too good. Plenty of good college football this weekend too. All right, does see Notre Dame game this weekend? No, no, next weekend. Is it really it's in the that middle? Soon? It's in the middle of the season this year. Yeah, yeah, that's different. All right. Wow, that is early. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think good. it is because I think that's why SE scheduled it after the Thursday game so they could have ten days. They so get that's the usually extra day. what they do. Oh, yeah. it is. That's right. So this is going to be the fourth coach for the fourth Notre Dame game in four yep, years. That's right. Wow. And see how the mighty have fallen. Yep. It is. You're right. It is next weekend. All right. Wow. All right. So I got to find a new team to root for. All right. Uh, <laughs> I am Mike Flynn. Mike, you're in. This is the FU Sports Talk podcast on iTunes. We are coming back bigger, better, stronger than before. New show next week. I guarantee it. Yes, we'll be doing Star Wars. Have a good week, everybody. Look for another episode of the FU Sports Talk podcast next week on iTunes.